Bella. The uh, God in His mercy, believe it or not, Bella uh, answered our prayer and moved supply chain slowness along, and we were actually able to get a new heater for our baptism. Um, it's not warm enough yet, but it's definitely warmer than last month. So good for you. Thankful to all the fellows who took time to, whenever you got it, I don't know when it was this week, I know it was after Wednesday, to do the heavy lifting to get it in place for today. So thank you for that. Feels great. This is Bella Bainline. I'm going to have her share her testimony at this time. Hi, my name is Isabella Bainline and I am 27 years old. Jesus came into my life on August 30th, 2023. I was raised in a Christian home, so I knew the Bible verses. I knew what Jesus taught about salvation, his death, and his resurrection. I knew that the Bible says we are all sinners and that we are dead in our sins. But my pride that I refused to admit I had told me I was good enough. I told myself to go ahead and pray the prayer and get saved so you'll be guaranteed a spot in heaven. In my early teens, we were attending Chardon Christian Fellowship, and one night, after a speaker invited us to accept Jesus, I thought I understood what salvation meant by that point. So I prayed for Jesus to come into my life, and that was that. However, I still clung to my sins, not willing to let go of my control of my life. I was very selfish like that. I figured I could pray for forgiveness and still commit those sins, that it would be fine because I was covered, so to speak. I clearly did not understand true repentance, and my actions toward my family proved that I was not living like Christ or showing the fruits that are seen in one born again. When we went to church, I could do the Christian girl act very well, then go home and be disrespectful towards my family. However, when two of my siblings decided to get baptized, I went along with it as well. My heart was not in the right place, though, especially since I approached it with the attitude of, they're doing it, so I should too. Later, I remember admitting to my grandma that I didn't feel like I should have gotten baptized and that I was not sure if I was saved at all. Once we began coming to Grace Church and all the pastors here were preaching and emphasizing that we don't have anything to do with our salvation, that Jesus chooses us and to claim any part of it would be works that we did. I still had a hard time believing that when Jesus calls us, he wants us just the way we come to him, sins and all. I began to recognize that my salvation clearly was lacking something, and I started to wrestle with a lot of questions that I didn't share with anyone. I began questioning if I was born again, but then my pride would reason, you prayed the prayer, you're fine. In my moments of doubt about whether I was saved, I would tell myself, better yourself, and once you're good enough, then you can approach God. Once Pastor Mike began to teach on the book of James with John Washburn, I realized I didn't show any faith of works of faith at all. I began to examine myself, and I recognized my inability to walk away from sins I thought I had overcome. As you can see, again, it was about what I was doing, not Jesus through me. I hated to admit I was weak and reason that I am a good enough person. I didn't want to accept that I needed a Savior and that without him I am nothing and am dead in my sins. I clung to that prideful thinking for some time until finally God got my attention late at night. I was packing eggs and listening to worship songs and hymns. One song came on that spoke of God calling to us in our brokenness and telling us to come as we are. I don't remember the song, although I wish I did. Instead, when I heard that verse, I began to think long and hard about what true salvation is and if I truly had it. 
I was able to admit I wasn't saved, and then I felt that God was calling me right then and there in all my brokenness, sin, and shame. I was overcome by how broken I truly was and in awe that God wanted all of me and that he loved me. I prayed right there and asked him to be my savior and to be the Lord of my life. The peace and joy I felt was like nothing I've ever felt before and certainly not the first time I prayed the prayer. I am so blessed to know that Jesus is now Lord of my life and I feel privileged to be able to follow his command and be baptized in an act of faith. This is a symbol that I was once dead in my sins, but because of Jesus' free gift of his death and resurrection, I am truly born again. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Yep. I just want to shout like triumph, triumph, <laughs> triumph, you know, that's so God, and, uh, so graciously God, and uh, thank you for your honesty and your transparency, and um, no one in this flock would have ever thought that was what was going on in your heart, no. how sweet and kind religious unconverted people can be. And that's you. But now in Christ. I can't imagine you getting more sweeter and kind. But, <laughs> but, uh, but my heart that's united with him. Praise God. We're glad Grandma could be here today. Welcome back, Audrey. We've been praying for you and, uh, and your whole family. Let's let you obey the Lord here. Okay. One hand over, one hand under. I've never called you Isabella. It's always been about it. Isabella Bain line upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> and your desire to obey him in baptism. I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. and close with a word of prayer this morning. Oh Lord, thank you for accepting our praise and our worship this morning from clean hands and pure hearts. As our audience of one, we seek to, to give you glory and honor and worship as our creator, our savior, and our sustainer. Lord, we're quick to thank you again for allowing us to participate in this hour of worship together and, and conclude it with this exclamation point of your work in Bella's soul. I'm confident, oh God, that you are aware of all in this building that are yet to believe, yet to see themselves as they are before your glory as dead in their trespasses and sins and yet to turn from those sins and to throw themselves in faith at your feet turn to you as Lord of their lives and Savior I pray that your spirit will continue to do a work among us as he has been doing 
all year. I pray that it would increase more and more. That from within and without, we would even more consistently until we see Jesus in the clouds. See thousands come to him, both here and across the globe, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you. See you this evening. Have a good afternoon.